Eagles Entertainment. Hello, Eagles everywhere, and welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. And I'm sitting at Lincoln Financial Field a couple of hours after the Eagles falling to the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday in an offensive shootout. The score 42-30. to You know that already. The Eagles and Chiefs combining for more than 1,000 yards in this game, 61 first downs total. The Chiefs, a remarkable 9 of 10 conversion rate on third downs. And Patrick Mahomes, wow, five touchdown passes, three of them to Tyreek Hill, who had 11 catches, 186 yards, targeted 12 times. The Chiefs ran for 200 yards. I mean, the Chiefs did everything they wanted offensively. They never punted. There, in fact, was not a punt in this game. Perhaps the fourth time unofficially, the fourth time in NFL history that has happened. Uh, But the Eagles just couldn't keep pace, and they tried. And it really came down to the red zone, where the Chiefs were a perfect 5 of 5, the Eagles 3 of 6. And instead of six touchdowns, the Eagles settled for three field goals, and you see the difference in the game. But it certainly was an entertaining game, and Jalen Hurts opened some eyes, 32 of 48, passing 387, two touchdowns. Playing behind an offensive line that was makeshift, and that is putting it kindly. Lane Johnson, out of this game, scratched the morning of the game. A personal reason, no elaboration, no idea what's going on with Lane, but he's out. And so that meant the Eagles had to put Jack Driscoll at right tackle, Nate Herbig at right guard, Jason Kelsey, the lone starter from when the season began along the offensive line, the lone starter from week one with Landon Dickerson at left guard, with Andre Dillard at left tackle. But the Eagles still managed to put up some numbers, 461 yards, 30 points. Devontae Smith, his first 100-yard game as a as a receiver, seven catches, 122. But he did have a touchdown taken away, and the Eagles just kept killing themselves. Too many penalties, nine more of them for 49 yards lost, and the Eagles just not able to make it happen on a consistent basis offensively there were some highlights in this game so let's go to a couple of them before we have a couple of interviews here dallas goddard and alex singleton join us goddard on the receiving end of a hurts touchdown pass in the first quarter and that put the eagles ahead 10 to 7 here's the call from merrill and mike second and goal from the three hurts back hurts fires hurts completes it touchdown Touchdown! What a nice play by Dallas Goddard, who stretched out and grabbed it with both hands. And then in the fourth quarter, the Eagles pulling to within 28 to 23. Kenny Gainwell barreling in from seven yards out. The Eagles had life early in the fourth quarter. Here's the call from Maryland Mike. Two receivers stacked to the near side, two to the far side. This time, up the middle, it is Gainwell for the touchdown. A running play. They gave it to Gainwell, and he took it in from the seven. Well, the fans were screaming, run the ball, and what do they do? They spread out this defense. They run the ball right in the middle. They create space for Kenny Gainwell. He goes in for his second NFL touchdown. But it was just not enough against a terrific, terrific Kansas City offense, just unstoppable on this day. And this is Alex Singleton, Eagles linebacker, talking about that, look, the Eagles knew it was going to be tough with so many weapons. 
they uh, the Chiefs are just difficult. Singleton all over the field with nine tackles. The Eagles actually did a good job against Travis Kelsey, just four catches, 23 yards, but they couldn't do anything with Tyreek Hill. Here is Alex Singleton talking about a defensive performance that allowed 471 total net yards, 200 rushing yards. Kansas City, again, converting nine of 10 third down opportunities. What was it like out there against that offense? I mean, you knew how good they were watching film all week. You got to see them in person. What was it like? Uh, you know, they're a good team. Uh, you know, I think... I mean, I think we came out and did what, you know, we wanted to force them to drive the field. Uh, they played a good game. If you watch a lot of their games, they if you force them to drive the field, they, they give you opportunities. And you, I don't think we had a ton of them today. And, you know, they obviously, but, uh, yeah, it's a good football team. I mean, with Mahomes, he's he's so elusive back there. He buys so much time. How how difficult is it to be disciplined with your eyes and, and not lose your responsibility? Yeah, you know, you just got to stay in coverage like your guys. You know, we know how good those guys are. You know, I think we... We did a good job of keeping the shell over the top and, you know, really pursuing him. I think he only had, you know, two or three scrambles today, and you watch the film. Sometimes he's all over the place. So, you know, I think I, I think we did an okay job. Obviously, not good enough to win the game. How – what did you? What was the philosophy against Travis Kelsey? He didn't – yeah, I think he only had four catches. <laughs> no where he is. I think, uh, you know, we did a good job of that. But, you know, obviously they, they found other guys, and, you know, that's what that team is, a lot of weapons. So we you just got to be ready for everybody and – not just focus on. You know, what do they do in the red zone that's so effective? Uh, they just run a lot of you know trick plays. They kind of run you know a college style when they get in the red zone. They're that speed. You know a lot of teams have you know kind of I would say like bully tight ends, bully receivers, and obviously they're a faster team. They're a team that you know just kind of spreads the field, and so it's different. They you know more more college style than you know NFL. I would say especially in the red zone. How do you stop a shovel pass? Like how do like it seems very difficult to stop. Don't be on the half yard line. Right. If we're, I think, you know, if we're on the four or five, it, uh, we're there. But, you know, it's just, you know, every play when you're on the half-yard line, you know, becomes a, a little bit easier for the offense and a lot harder on the defense. Do you take positives from today at all? Yeah, huge. I think uh, as a team-wise, I think, you know, our offense is going. And I think, you know, we just got to continue to defensively, you know, just give them opportunities whenever we can and make more plays. And we believe in each other. You know, we're going to continue to say that this team believes in each other, and that's all we can have is you know guys that are going to have each other's back. You know, we say before every game, we're all we got, we all we need, and it's we, we believe it. And I think, you know, we just saw we played with a team like that. If that's a, that's a Super Bowl team, uh, we're going to be pretty fine. Finally, still too many penalties. How frustrating is that as a team? Yeah, it's frustrating. We're working on it, and you know, I think just like everything, you know, after a loss, everybody's got to look in the mirror, and it, it's going to get corrected. It has to be corrected, and you know, th- things will be better. Thanks, Alex. Awesome. Thank you. Offensively, Dallas Goddard, five catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. He had another touchdown, um, or the Eagles had another touchdown taken away. They actually had a couple of touchdowns taken away. A Zach Ertz catch, uh, that was taken away. A Another one from Devontae Smith, who stepped out of bounds, that was taken away. It was just a day of mistakes once again uh, from penalties, from missed opportunities. This cannot continue for the Eagles, but it is continuing and that's really the tough part for Philadelphia, as Dallas Goddard explains. Hey, um, what was it like out there offensively for you guys? I mean, it seemed like it really you had a lot of positives. Yeah, I mean, I felt like we were moving the ball pretty well. Uh, you know, we got to score touchdowns in the red zone. You know, it's that's really the end thing. I think we uh, ended every drive in a kick. I don't know if we ever punted it even. Um, but, yeah, we just got to find ways to get in the end zone. That's really it. What do you think is happening in the red zone? What, what's your kind of reaction from today not, without looking at the film? I mean, shoot, I think we'll get a couple calls from the refs saying that, you know, Zach should have been a touchdown, Mont should have been a touchdown. Um, 
but you know, even after that, uh, we still got to convert. Uh, had a few more opportunities, and we just we just got to find a way to get it in. Uh, look, you go into a game with an offensive line that's been thrown together just a few minutes before the game started. I mean, you take positives out of that, the, the performance that you had offensively? Yeah, you know, I think the offensive line played well. Um, like you said, they got thrown in there. I don't think Jack Driscoll took a snap at right tackle all week. He was thinking he was going to play guard. And, you know, he went out there, and I think he played pretty well. Um, you know, like I said, we were able to move the ball pretty well on them. We just got to find a way to score. Uh, the red zone, is it a matter just of execution, do you think, Dallas? I mean, do you think it's coming, getting it together uh, just from a standpoint of play calls are there, just execution? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think the play calls are there. We just got to convert. I think we had opportunities. You know, we, we found pay dirt a couple of times. We got called back. Um, but, you know, we just got to keep fighting down there and uh, bow up and score. How frustrating is it for you to have points taken off the board, whether it's a penalty or whether it's a call or whatever? It always sucks. You know, it's, it's hard to score in the red zone. Uh, defenses are good, you know. Um, some people play bend, don't break, and they got in there and they were able to stop us, so credit to them. Thanks, Dallas. Thank you. All right, now we go into the locker room. Let's talk to Jalen Hurts here, hear what he had to say. An offense showing some really good signs of life, but for Hurts, who completed 32 of 48 passes, 387 yards, sacked three times, also gained 47 yards rushing, threw for two touchdowns, just not enough. Here's what Hurts had to say to the media after the game. And we're clearly not there as a football team because we're, you know, we've lost, but... We're this close. We're this close. And that's something that I believe. Um, that's something that I believe. Um, we have to continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to be 1% better every day, rent being new every day. Continue to clock in um, and, and buy into that and believe in that. And that's, that's what it's going to take. And we're not a finished product. Um, no player on this team is a finished product. But it's about believing in that, believing in that, and continue to grow um, and learn from everything that you do. We control the penalties. We control um, the little things. Um, and it's, it's all magnifying in, in, in games against good football teams in which we've played, we've played good football teams to this point every game. Um, and it all is magnified. So it's to us, you know, it's on us. Um, it's on us to execute and do the things we need to do. Um, it's on us to, you know, we, we, we've learned from week one. We've learned from week two. We've learned from week three. And we'll learn from this game, too. And we'll go clock in this week, um, turn it up a little notch in terms of our our um, our preparation, and um, try and go be the good Panthers football team. Darius Slay. Eagles cornerback, part of a secondary that just couldn't stop the Chiefs, plain and simple. And so here's what Slay had to say after the game and echoing just, it stinks to lose. And the Eagles right now are one and three. Uh, you know, they got a lot of weapons. You know, uh, one of the, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the game, you know, already a future Hall of Famer in year five. So um, we got to try to contain him as much as we can, you know, and the, and the weapons he has. So, um, you know, try to make sure we stop Tyree from trying to go deep a lot. And, um, you know, that was pretty much what it was. Yeah, they, I mean, you know, because it's causing us, you know, extending drives when we need to get out the field. And, you know, so uh, they be tough, 
you know, so, but that's self-discipline, you know, and that's what we got to do. Uh, we got to continue to keep working on it and keep uh, pounding it in practice. It's hard, you know, like I said, it's, it's a tough game, you know, it's an emotional game. So, uh, you know, they just gotta, we got to cro- uh, control our emotions and, uh, and, and lock in. Uh, I mean, I don't know how, you know, I don't, nobody don't like losing. So I feel the same way after one loss, then I feel it with three. So uh, we, we just trying to, you know, get in that win column, man. That's an important column. And then, uh, you know, and I need to get that taste out of my mouth. It tastes nasty. So I'm going to go find me something to go spray some orange juice or something down my throat. Nick Sirianni, Eagles head coach, obviously not happy in the least with the Eagles and their just continue continuing mistakes, too many penalties, too many opportunities that they had to put points on the board and they didn't do it. Here's what the head coach had to say post-game. Self-inflicted wounds have to stop. And I know I sound the same, and, but it's still true. We got we to gotta stop the self-inflicted wounds um, of putting us ourselves in holes and, and uh, with penalties. Um, the, the guys did a good job. Of, you know, the, we won the... Um, turnover battle. Um, our defense took it away. We didn't give it away. Um, they forced another fumble on special teams. But so there's some good things, obviously, right there. Uh, obviously, um, we got to do some. We got to do things better, both offensively and defensively, uh, and special teams wise. There was one time we started in, inside the 15. So we have to use this tape and get better from it. There's, that, my message was really never going to change. Um, you got to convert there, and so. Um, it's every it's it's the plays I'm calling. It's not it's the lack of execution. But I'll always have it start with me. And uh, you know when the plays don't work, that that's on me. And and so I got to call better plays. I got to get put our guys in better positions to win. And everyone's going to look at themselves and on all those plays too and say I could have done that better on this play or I could have done this better on this play. It's a, it's a it's a team. It's the greatest team sport there is. Uh, it starts with me. I got you know the the plays that didn't work. That's on me. I got I got to come up with better better scheme and put the guys in position to make a play. I was I, I kind of talked to somebody in there. I just said that's one of the better quarterback performances I've seen, and I've been around around a lot of good quarterbacks. You know, with Philip Rivers and Andrew Luck. I mean, he battled. He he made good decisions with the football. He got out of trouble when there was trouble. He made good checks. He made good reads. I thought I. I that's the best I've seen him in practice. That's the best I've seen him in a game since I've been here. So hats off to Jalen. He battled, um, and that's going to be important for us moving forward. And finally on this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, uh, we hear from Merrill Reese, the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, taking some positives away from this loss, a 1-3 and three start for the Eagles, with the 3-1 and one Panthers on the road next week in Charlotte. Merrill, uh, what do you take away from this game? I know there's no moral victories, and I'm not looking for any moral victories, but I guess I was encouraged, given everything the Eagles had thrown at them with Lane Johnson, with a bunch of injuries on the offensive line. They, they kind of went toe-to-toe with the, with the Chiefs here for much of the game. Yeah, I was very encouraged today by the offense. I thought that Jalen Hurts played a good game. He made some magnificent throws, including the one that would have been a touchdown to Devontae Smith, where he stepped out of bounds, just as Jalen Rager did uh, a couple of weeks ago. But I thought he was impressive. I thought he made some great movement in the pocket. I thought he was making chunk plays all afternoon. I thought that Miles Sanders played the way he can. I think there were a lot of very, very good things. I really do. I think there were a lot of good things uh, that, that I watched, really good things. Merrill, the red zone was puzzling today. Um... First possession, the Eagles get the ball down to the 18-yard line. First and 10, they try a run. It gets two yards. Jalen misses Zach Ertz. Uh, then he scrambles right for five yards. 
It's fourth and three. I kind of thought they might go for it there. They they had the offense on the field. They called a timeout, and then Jake comes in and kicks a field goal. Uh, I get it. I understand it. But it was a little frustrating that they that they had so many problems in the red zone, and that really to me was the difference in the game. They had a first and goal at the three yard line, and just couldn't move the ball forward. Yeah, I agree. What, I what agree. what's happening? What, what what do you see in the red zone, Merrill? What, I, I don't. There, there's there's just no kind of downhill running, and I always believe that you have to run in the red zone, and the just Eagles just aren't running when they do call the run. They're not running successfully. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, I absolutely know what you're saying, and it uh, it is disconcerting. It really is. But uh, what what can you do? It's it's a weakness of this team right now. Um, I don't know that they don't have enough confidence in the offensive line, which at this point uh, was four fifths uh, from what they started with during the at the beginning of the season. But these are things that they're going to have to be able to do. Uh, they're going to have to have the confidence to to punch it in when they're in a first and goal from the three. Yeah, and then, then later they had the fourth down that they throw the touchdown pass to Zach Ertz and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside was called for the pass interference. Did you agree with that call? It's tough to see. Um, you know, I, I, I don't like the second-guess calls. I mean, you can you can do that so many times, and, and you, you know, it, they're, they're all great if you make them. So I'm, I'm really not going to second-guess calls. I do like to see the ball on the ground when you're in close. Uh, but, look, it didn't happen. And uh, I, I think the reason that the Eagles lost this game really was on the defense. They could not stop the Kansas City Chiefs. They couldn't stop them except for the one interception. Yeah, Merrill, uh, the Chiefs ran for 200 yards. That's something that doesn't happen to the Eagles very often. Javon Hargrave making a lot of plays, but um, really not a whole lot of plays made by the defense. How worried about the defense are you? I'm concerned. I really am concerned because I've seen this now three weeks in a row. I saw it against San Francisco where they just ran against the Eagles once they got late in the first half, and then they did it the entire second half, and I saw it all night against the Dallas Cowboys, and we saw it again. Uh, They could not stop Edward Solaire. In short yardage, they couldn't stop Darrell Williams. They just were unable, even when they pretty much knew what was coming at them, they got pushed back on their heels. Their game getting beaten too often at the at the point of attack. Hey, Merrill, thanks so much. That will do it for this Eagles Insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Tyler Lewis, Ray Doyle for their work on the podcast. Thanks to all of you for joining each and every week. We're back with more. This is our Instant Reaction podcast. We've got to shrug this one off. Get ready for the Panthers on the road next week. It doesn't get any easier for the Philadelphia Eagles. Thanks, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles night. Fly, Eagles, fly, and go, Birds! E-A-T-L-E!